Hello, Brenna. Hello, Maureen. We meet again. It's October. You know why I love fall? Why? You know why fall is my favorite season? Why? Why? Because I love pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Pump- you do. You do like pumpkin. Big, huh? big. You do like pumpkin. You're a big fan of pumpkin. I love pumpkin. I love pumpkin everything. You know what I'm doing tonight? Eating pumpkin? I've got my pumpkin beer. Yes. And I'm going to eat my pumpkin chili. Oh, my God. And even my cat has joined in. Oh, yeah. Cause... Because she's been having some butt problems, so she gets to have a scoop of pumpkin with her food, because that's good for animals to have pumpkin. Yeah. So she gets a scoop of pumpkin with her food. So we are just, like, basking in the fall over yeah. here. You guys are like, what time is it pumpkin time? Time to... You know what I really... PSL, pretty good. You know what's better? What? Starbucks is, uh, their, like, pumpkin cold brew. Have you had that thing? Man. I don't like coffee. I know, but, man, it's good. <laughs> so why would you think I would have had it? Just take a lick of the top of it. Just take a lick of the top of that cream. Mm. The pumpkin cream cold brew. No, I'm not. like, hey, can I just, um, that cream? Oh. No, thank you. Because it's not coffee. It's very no, good. No, no. I can't. Uh, I do. Yeah. I mean, I like, like I like carving pumpkins, and I like the tiny pumpkins at the grocery store that tempt me every time I go there with my mask on. You don't like eating pumpkin? Um, I like pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I'm not like against it. I just you, you like have you and pumpkin have something so special. I don't want to. I don't want to butt in. Really do, and you know, I was there. There's this whole like you know basic girl thing, pumpkin. I was into pumpkin before that was a thing, so step off. Please. I think it's just pumpkin spice. And also, there's no problem with it. You can love pumpkin spice. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, I miss, um, there was a bar in the town where we went to college, mm-hmm. and every October, they'd have this pumpkin martini, and oh, it was yeah. made with fresh, like, they actually roasted their own pumpkin to make the pumpkin puree, and... Oh my god, it was the best thing ever. And so my mom and I are just always trying to recreate it. I think I finally made a good one last year. Last year I finally made a good one. Yeah. It came with, um, yes. Um, so I, I use canned pumpkin because I'm not that cool, but maybe maybe this year I'll puree my own pumpkin once I get out to L.A. Maybe. But, um, maybe. But, uh, I made my own brown sugar simple syrup okay wow and that made all the difference all right there barefoot maureen barefoot mm-hmm. ember heart i don't i made i made my own brown simple yeah it's okay i only know that from when i read it in the tv guide yeah i'm like i, I know barefoot contessa is a thing i don't know if she like does simple syrup like ever <laughs> although want to know the awful thing that happened to me the last time i tried to make that martini Okay. I just made chili. Okay. And I left the chili powder out next to my pumpkin pie spice powder. I think I know what that happened. You had spicy? It was really bad. Yeah, that sounds like (laughs) awful. The problem is it took me, I'm like, I'm like, it took you a minute. Wait a minute, did I do that? No, yeah, because it was like a, it was a pretty subtle flavor, and at first, like, 
didn't notice it, but then I noticed it more, and I'm like, oh, this is the worst thing that I've ever done to myself. <laughs> Why have I done this to myself? It was really bad. Uh-oh. And it was very sad, because it was the last one I made of the season, because I'm like, I can't go back from this. <laughs> you, you just were like, that's it, folks. Let's wrap it up. Anyways, how's Paul treating you? It's good. It's good. Uh, one of our dogs has an ear infection, um, so I spent... Oh. He, it's funny, it's our youngest dog, and he, like, he likes it when I clean out his ear, but, like, he, cause it, he has, like, it's, it's just, like, I think he has an ear infection, and my dad got, he took away the, he accidentally had the medicated, um, wash in his truck, so I just had to go and buy, like, regular wash, ear wash, and, um, mm. today, like, yesterday when I noticed it, I only noticed it cause he had, like, a burr stuck to his ear after our wash. And I was taking it off, and I like I looked, and I was like, "Oh, this ear is all gross, but this ear is fine." And so I cleaned it out with like just soap and water, and dried it out as much as I could. And then today, this morning, I checked on it after um, they had their breakfast, and I was like, "Oh!" And so I went, bought the medicated wash, sat him down, poured it in, and then cleaned his ear out. And he was like into it because it's like I'm sure it feels good. <laughs> but he was like at the same time he like kept like shaking his head violently after we were done and I was like I'll, I'll dry it more but now he's Aww. terrified of me oh poor boy and it's like it's not like I held him down to do it I was just like come here and he's like oh cuddles and he was like oh no these aren't cuddles Psych. but then like it's like his eyes were like he does that he did that like eye fluttering thing when I was cleaning it out and he was like okay I don't hate this I kind of dig it uh. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. It's just like, it's like I can tell how irritated it is when you look at his other ear that doesn't have the infection. Yeah. Well, well Harry used to get some gnarly ear infections. Yeah. I'll just, I have to wait. And he's almost due for his vet appointment. And he's like, he's at, he's still acting like in regular his regular self. So I know he's not like yeah in a lot of pain. He's, not in he's just irritated. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll be in ear pain until he gets over it. All right. Are you ready? I guess. You're not. You're not. Oh, God. Do you want to practice some deep breathing? Okay. In one, two, three, hold. One, two, <laughs> This is just three. making me more freaked out. out. One, I don't think it's going to work. Three. All right, well, find your inner peace. Okay. <laughs> because I'm Ember Heart. I'm Tangle Tong. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> This isn't a horrifying thing. I just know you're going to get really worked up. Oh, great. <laughs> I mean, last time we we got a wink from the sky, <laughs> and, but then we didn't really get any advice, but we did get a, like, oh, a, gonna... a terrible flashback, but then we got, uh, we were like, we're going to go to war against rats. We're going to get a lot more of, than a wink. From the sky. Hey. Are we about to have ghost battle with us? This would be so cool. Chapter 29. Are you ready? <laughs> it's night and the half moon is shining. Medicine cats would be meeting back at home. And Firestar wished for Cinderpelt's wisdom now. She forgot to be like, good luck, scrub. 
<laughs> Later, loser. Like, I don't know what Cinderpot would say besides, you got yourself into this, buddy. Some people, cool people like me, just ignore the cryptic uh, messages they get from Starclan. Try it sometime, loser. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? <laughs> what have you not been telling me, spiritual guy? <laughs> They've been, like, trying to tell crap for, like, a year now, and she's just like, I don't really care that much. Screw you, you're not my mom. <laughs> they're like, and her mom's literally there like, I am! I am! No, her mom's still alive. Oh, her mom is alive? Who's her mom? Frostfur. Oh. No, I thought she died. She's still alive. No, she's still kicking. Anyway. Anyway. So he goes to the medicine den to ask Sandstorm about Patchfoot. I'm sure she'll be unceremoniously fridged and it will never be acknowledged by Cinderpelt. No, <laughs> she's not. Okay. Sandstorm's eyes are filled with sorrow. He's getting worse. His wound is infected. Oh, crap. Petal, Petal and Rainfur brought her plenty of marigolds, but it isn't doing any good. She wishes there were something stronger for rat bite. But if there is, Cinderpelt didn't tell her. Firestar tries to console her. She couldn't learn everything in the time they had before they left, and he knows she's doing her best. Sandstorm says it's a pretty poor best if Patchfoot dies. I mean, don't be so harsh on yourself, girly. Firestar wants to reassure her, but his words would sound empty. And he can feel the heat of fever rising from Patchfoot's body. He twitched and let out a moan before Sandstorm rested her tail on his head. He seemed to sink back into a quieter sleep. Sandstorm says he can't go on like this. No cat has the strength. Firestar licks her ear. Before he can say anything, he hears soft claw steps behind him. A sweet scent drifts around him, and his pelt tingles. Okay. Now hold on, folks. I swear to God. <laughs> if what happens is- if what I think is happening is about to happen, I will stop this podcast. I mean, it's obviously gonna happen. Okay. Okay. Then answer me this. Why?! Why her? Practice. What does she have to add? Let's do our deep breathing. No, no, no. Okay, you didn't tell- you warned me that it was gonna piss me off. I said you'd get worked up. You didn't say it was gonna make me so angry. What- like, for real. For- I was just dropping my phone. Like- what does she, okay. why is she here? Okay, she better she be. She is a medicine cat. Okay, okay, well, she better be a descendant of Sky Clan, because that's literally the only reason. Yes, she she's is. a medicine cat, but so is Yellowfang! We would rather have Yellowfang. Yellowfang was actually alive and our friend! Oh that my god, true. it's not even beating a dead horse at this point. It's beating a dead cat that you have an imaginary relationship with. Your wife is right there! Bodily. Shut up. Shut up. I, I'm i so pissed. I'm not pissed at her. I'm pissed at the writers. I'm pissed at the writers for not letting this cat rest in peace. Let her rest in peace. Like, let her rest in peace. 
get her a ghost boyfriend and let her rest in peace like for real she she needs to maybe leave fire i thought i thought we were i spottedly i thought we were done here i i like that you're just letting me go because you knew this is gonna happen you knew this was it's gonna, gonna happen. get worse oh you know it's my gonna god. get worse oh my god he spins around and sees her pale outline she set down a mouthful of herbs and sat close to patchfoot between firestar and sandstorm she brought herbs well that's yes wait she can do that i guess okay Firestar wonders if he's dreaming, but can't remember falling asleep. Then Sandstorm's ears pricked and she turned, and her eyes flew wide with astonishment. Spotted Leaf? Firestar is very confused, and he's like, Spotted Leaf, how? Huh? Huh? By touching noses with him in front of his wife. This, okay, girly, there is a way to, like, set up a throuple this is not it one you're dead so that's kind of an issue uh two usually you have to get consent from both parties you can't just mack on someone's boyfriend just right in front of them and also you're dead oh my god oh my god who else has a ghost wife this persistent not even a ghost wife who has a ghost crush who's this persistent she says she came because they both needed her burdock root is best for rat bites she says pushing the herbs towards sandstorm sandstorm's like thanks why did you just kiss my boyfriend actually why did you just kiss my husband i mean to be fair that is just a friendly greeting that they can do like it's not necessary yeah it's a friendly greeting greeting if there isn't like that like even sandstorm knows about the weirdness between the two of them sandstorm is looking at spotted life spotted life spotted leaf as if she can't believe what she's seeing i can't believe she sniffs the roots and asks if this will help patchfoot spotted leaf nods she says she'll chew up the root and sandstorm can clean the marigold off his wounds Sandstorm seems to have made up her mind uh, not to think too hard about what was happening and begin <laughs> licking the wound. I guess that's She's what like, we just have right. to do. Ugh, from now on, we just have to, like, not think. Oh, my God. I would like to say in um, earlier canon, um, which this has kind of been not a thing anymore, but in that uh, earlier uh, family tree we were talking about, Redtail was Spotted Leaf's dad. Not Spotted Leaf's dad, sorry. Redtail was Sandstorm's dad. Which means that Spotted Leaf would be Sandstorm's aunt. I don't think that makes sense that... What? Redtail and Spotted Leaf are siblings. This is so weird. This is so weird. I mean, it's not canon anymore, but... Okay, yeah, you're just making a weird thing weirder. We don't need that. Well, Firestar watches numbly as Spotted Leaf settled down to chew the root. When it was ready, she showed Sandstorm how to use it. Patchfoot stirred uneasily. Spotted Leaf bent over him and told him to sleep now. All will be well. Who are, who are, who are you? Don't shh. Don't make me be really bad. I'm his not girlfriend. What? It's very complicated. 
it's not that complicated, Sandstorm's reply. Uh, you're dead, girl. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> you're dead, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, warm, alive, not creepy. You, dead, kind of creepy. Dead, quite a bit older. Yeah, quite a bit older. Knew him mainly which, when he was which a does, child. Which wouldn't matter at this point, but she like it wouldn't matter when it he was wouldn't a child. matter. It wouldn't matter, but yeah, she did die when he was a child, so she should only see him as a child. So I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a little hebophilic for me, folks. Sandstorm asks anxiously if he'll really get better now. Hebophilic and necrophilic. I don't like it. <laughs> hebophilic on her side and necrophilic on his side. It's nasty. Okay? Nasty on all sides. Nasty on all sides. Spotted Leaf nods. She tells her to keep putting the root on the shoulder. She can find more in the woods, but the stream marks the boundary. We are only a quarter of the way through this episode, and I'm already, like, so tense and, like, upset and just, like, already blown away by the amount of BS that has already happened. And we're literally at the- we're in the, the final stretch of this book. What else can happen? Shut up. We're not Shut in up. the final I cannot, stress of this interaction. I cannot believe your face that you just made at me. How dare you be this gleeful. I have not seen you this gleeful in so long. Firestar thanks her and brushes his pelt against her. <laughs> he says he didn't know she could come so far to help him. I, like, I didn't even... Seen her. What? He hasn't seen her since they left the forest. I... And too late... He realizes Sandstorm is bristling beside him. Yeah! You mean you've seen Spotted Leaf before? She oh, God! God! I cannot believe we are about to do a relationship dr- drama electric boogaloo. I thought, I thought we had clarified stuff after she almost died. I thought after she disappeared for like a couple days and you were useless for that many days, you had sorted this little thing out of your head, Firestar, that you have one beautiful woman in your life who is alive and there for you and so good for you. Why are you still wasting your time on a ghost? Firestar faces her to see anger and hurt in her green eyes. I have anger and hurt in my eyes. I'm so sorry. I I did not realize how much this is going to make me. Like, this is pissing me off so hard. Like, I know I've been pissed at this relationship dynamic before. But holy crap. It's come back. Full fury. He says Spotted Leaf visits me in my dreams. She helps me. Sandstorm interrupts. You never told me. Firestar's belly turns with guilt. He knew how insecure Sandstorm felt when she thought about Spotted Leaf, knowing the connection she shared with Firestar when she was alive. What connection? Yeah, we were, let's, let's, know. let's review, guys. There's a bonus episode if you want to go back. There's a bonus episode pause, of pause every time this, they interact. Pause this episode. Go and listen to that bonus episode. And then come back and be like, well, I, I, I straight up am giving myself, like, I, my neck is, like, so tense right now. I think I'm developing an ulcer also. I think I'm going to pop a bug vessel because, oh my god, Firestar, you don't deserve her. Like, I don't, like, like, here's the thing. 
I don't believe in like in real relationships I don't believe in the concept of deserving someone because I think that's like a very gross sort of thing like you know you don't deserve people you like people and love people you know mm-hmm. but I can say pretty confidently that Firestar with this top foolery these shenanigans this stupidity you don't deserve her sandstorm is leagues past you my dude and the fact that you make her feel insecure i'm gonna go into those woods and take those two little dingle dangles that are keeping you a warrior because apparently you're not doing anything with them because you would rather hang out with a dead girl than your wife he had never felt like he was betraying Sandstorm by meeting Spotted Leaf in his dreams. Oh my god, Before please he... develop, like, an ounce, an ounce of common sense. Before he can reply, Spotify, I almost said Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Majority Spotted of our Leaf. listeners do listen on Spotify. <laughs> So Spotted Leaf slipped between the two of them and laid her tail tip gently on Sandstorm's shoulder. Oh my god. Peace, dear one, oh, she murmured. No, Can no. you imagine if she was speaking to her as an aunt, a loving aunt? No. Mm, creepy, gross. Also, if Okay, maybe that is a little creepy. Also, if she's gonna do this, she needs to face her. Don't be giving me your backside, sister. Face me. No, no, she's- No, she's- Well, no, yeah, I mean, it- She is facing her. Yeah, yeah, but she's putting her tail on me. Like, don't touch me. Don't touch me right now. I'm I'm mad at him, but I'm also mad at you. Peace, dear one, she murmured. Okay, peace this. We, it's time to fight, folks. I don't know. <laughs> like, if I was in this situation, I'd be, like, taking off my earrings, and I'd be, like, if I had a ponytail, I'd be putting it up. Sandstorm's voice chokes as she says, he loves you more. Spotted Leaf hesitated, her oh. amber eyes warm. Oh my god, shut up. She says sh that's not true. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You hesitated. You hesitated. I'm gonna eat my tongue. Firestar and her never discovered what they might have meant to each other. Yeah, because you died when he was because like was 12! A short time. <laughs> you couldn't... You couldn't have discovered anything because there was nothing there. Your relationship was developed entirely after your death. But I know for sure, she says, her voice growing more intense, that they never would have been mates. She was and always will be a medicine cat. That comes first, more than any cat, even more than Firestar. Sandstorm searches her face. Is that really true? Of course. Spotted Leaf purred. Even now she's a medicine cat. Not for her clanmates in Star Clan, but for all the cats in the forest below. Somehow, somehow that made me feel a little worse. Because you're saying if you had lived, um, I would have been second choice. Because he couldn't have been with you for that reason only. So if you weren't a medicine cat, he would have chosen you. Um, yeah, uh, Maybe this is working on Sandstorm. It's not working on, on me, Tangletongue. Uh, Tangletongue is actually <laughs> still disgusted by this entire relationship. But um, you should have put the kibosh on it 
then when you were alive like if you had known he had a crush on you it is the adult's responsibility to not let the child entertain that fact okay i'm sorry i'm like getting heated i'm just i'm just getting heated i i love you sandstorm firestar says you will never be second best for me my love for you belongs here and now okay, act, in this life we share. Act like it. Act like it. Those are nice words, but I better see some action, my dude. And it will last for all the moons to come. I promise. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just realized I'm such a stupid Midwesterner. I can't believe when I'm angry, I just trip my dude. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I just listened to myself and I was like, oh my god, I'm... I couldn't be man, more Minnesotan, could I? <laughs> it's like I just got into a a, a, a fight at a, a like a like a, a freaking Gophers game. <laughs> Sandstorm looks to each of them and back again. At last, she takes a long breath. She thanks Spotted Leaf. She's never stopped thinking about her and Firestar seemed to belong together when he first came to the forest. What? Uh, what, girl? Like, wait, who and who? Her and Sandstorm? No, Firestar and Spotted Leaf. Sandstorm thought that? When when he first came to the forest as a baby, Sandstorm? As a five-year- I mean, maybe she had, like, a crush on her, too, and was like, No! They're actually, there's a really good um, AU that next time you're out you should read because I have the printed book of it okay. where they are together and it's pretty good. I guess. I mean, I just, wow, I'm exhausted. That took a lot out of me and this scene isn't even done yet. Let's, I guess, keep no, going. it's not. You're going to get even madder. But she understands better now. Firestar looks bewildered. He thought she always knew how he felt about her. And Sandstorm blinked at him. <laughs> Her eyes full of love and exasperation. Firestar, she says, you can be so dense. Like, for real. Okay, if I'm about to get more angry, we need to um, do our cat fact now. Okay, I think, let's do that. I think it will be um, hard for me to do it, and also the audience will uh, not be able to take me seriously, because I'll be doing, ooh, spooky, <laughs> and, the, and they'll be like, yeah, no, she's angry still. Um... <laughs> It's like, you know, when your mom, like, you have a fight with your parents uh, or another loved one, and they're and you're like, oh, it's, it's all fine now, right? And you're like, no, it's not. I can tell. <sighs> all right. Let's do our scaredy cat fact. Because it is still October. It is still October. Yes. And we're going on a journey now today to the Crested Hotel and Spa in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. The spookiest of states. Arkansas. (laughs) So, the Crescent Hotel and Spa is many things, or was many things. Before it was a hotel and spa, it was a health resort for the rich and famous. It was a college for young ladies. It was even a cancer hospital. So many lives have been lived and also many lives have been lost in its walls. And it's one of the most haunted hotels in the U.S. It holds many spirits. 
1979, a new life was introduced. Morris, the cat. Morris. Morris. <laughs> you see, Morris, he was an orange tabby, and he was a, uh, was around and took care of the, the pests, and I believe he had his own, um, he, he was a, a door greeter, a general manager, um, you know. He was, this is also, I guess, a- He had his own office. I don't think he had his own office, but he did have the run of the Ooh. place. <laughs> but we are going to share a story from Mrs. Uh, Beeson, who was a uh, frequent visitor of the hotel and spa. She visited regularly, and one day she was, uh, like, just resting down in the lobby, hanging out, sipping coffee, and, uh, all of a sudden, Morris jumped up and sat on her lap. And Mrs. Beeson looked around because there's a there was actually signs all around that said, do not pick up cat, do not carry cat, because, uh, Morris was getting up in years, so, um, they, mm -hmm. they wanted to take care of him in his um old age but she couldn't see any signs and there wasn't anyone around so she was like it's okay this is fine and she gave him a couple pets and scritches and then he was like okay i'm done and he jumped down and he hid under a couch <laughs> so mrs beast as you do yes as you do uh, and mrs beeson she got up and she was going to head up to her room when she saw at the front desk there was to her surprise a photo of morris and underneath it, there was a poem that read, In memory of Morris, the resident cat at the Crescent Hotel, he filled his position exceedingly well. The general manager title he wore was printed right there on his own office door. Oh, he did have his own office. He did have his own office, yes! He acted as greeter and sometimes as guide. Whatever his duties, he did them with pride. He chose his own hours and set his own pace. The guests were impressed with his manners and grace. Upstairs and down, he kept everything nice. They might have had ghosts, but they never had mice. Aww, but also, oh no. So, yes, Mrs. Beeson saw Morris for the last time after he had passed. That's the story of... Um, Very lovely. Yeah, there are currently still uh, Casper and Jasper who work at the hotel. Um... And mm -hmm. Morris, he did live in there uh, for 21 years, so he was there for a long time. Oh, dang. And, you know, they uh, do have a framed photo of him. I'll be sure to share. Um, and that's where the poem is from. Um, and it's uh, heard that you can still see him uh, it, uh, once in a while around and a bunch of other ghosts. So oh, if you're fun. once... Uh, you get the chance to travel again if you go to Arkansas and you're into ghosts. The Crescent Hotel and Spa might be the place for you. Excellent. Thank you. That was today's spooky cat fact. Oh, scared of cat Ooh. fact. I said it wrong. Hey. Alright, deep breaths? Uh, no, I'm, no. I, no. I do with my anger by feeling it. Spotted Leaf dips her head. She must go. But they will meet again, she promises. No, we shouldn't. Until then, may Starkland light your path. I'm gonna punch a cat, I think. <laughs> Goodbye, and thank you, Firestar says. Not just for the burdock route. For what? For what, Firestar? Do you want to explore? She pads towards the cave entrance, and her pelt brushes against Firestar. 
and too softly for Sandstorm to I'm hear, gonna... she murmurs. Okay. Oh, Sometimes I would give anything for things to be different. All right. Which just invalidated everything she said. Everything just... Yep. All right, Brennan's gone. Brennan's gone now. Can you blame her? No. That was a tip. All right. good no no i'm not because no, um not what was either. that that was all bullcrap then everything you just said yep, everything was bullcrap you yep. can't you can't do that that is something you should never do you can't set boundaries and then disregard them holy crap i think i can punch a cat she's she's not real and she's a ghost i think i should be allowed yeah why not okay i before this before this i actually didn't have a lot against her like, I didn't dislike her as a character. Now I do. Now I don't di like her at all. Because this is just messed up. I, I don't like it. It is a little messed up. Like, I don't like the fact that she was like, no, 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 no. Like, he loves you so much. I respect. It couldn't have been anything it, between there us. There couldn't have been. I respect your relationship. And then, like, as soon as she's like, oh, okay. I feel better. I feel better about this. She's like, but actually. No. You can't do that. That's so gross. That's awful. She doesn't wait for a reply. This feels like college. Dawn broke and she was gone. Yeah, of course she doesn't wait for a reply because she doesn't want, she wants that control over him still. She wants that influence over him. She doesn't ever want him to be fully committed to Sandstorm. No matter what she says, her actions are something entirely different. I don't, I can't believe I'm microanalyzing these stupid cats' relationship. Oh my god! I wish Firestar would stand up for his wife. For real. Like, if anything, it's it's time for him to be like, hey, listen, you just said it. Like, in my dreams, he would have been like, do you want to share that with the class? You know, she would have just disappeared, but she would have been like, he'd be like, no, actually, after what you just said, like, after what you just said, you can't do that. You just said there couldn't have ever oh, yeah. been anything. So don't entertain the thought. Don't say it to me. If you're going to say it to me, you need to say it to Sandstorm. I My would give anything for things to be different. And the reply would be, They I can't. Wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't give anything for it to be different. I love my wife. Like, I love my wife. You're dead. I love my wife. Leave me alone. What a toxic relationship. Yeah. Because she literally, like, isn't letting him move on. And I like, like, we, people talk about the evil spotted leaf AU, and I like it like this, where it's not like she's evil. She's manipulative. It's like, she can't move on. And she can't move on. And she doesn't want anybody else to move on. She doesn't want anyone to forget her. But it's like, sister, you're dead. We can't. You're dead. We can't. You're dead. <sighs> Let him love his wife. Let him love his wife. His alive wife. So Sandstorm shook her head and asked if she was dreaming or if that really just happened. Uh, I wish it hadn't. Firestar presses his muzzle to her shoulder and assures her that it did happen. <sighs> Sandstorm says she can't believe Spotted Leaf came to help them. Neither Firestar can I! Her... Firestar tells her that there will never be another cat in the forest like Spotted Leaf. But she's not you, Sandstorm. Okay, okay. Good. Sandstorm looks to him. No more secrets, Firestar, she tells him. 
She promises she'll try to understand how important Spotted Leaf is to him, but she also needs to be able to trust him. Yeah, dude, he she is giving you like way more than you way deserve. Too much. Like way more than you deserve. That is she's being too understanding. I hope you realize that. I think I just burnt like 50 calories by like how much anger I just expelled. Like <laughs> I I feel tired. I feel like <laughs> Oh my god. See, we couldn't have started I, that last episode without finishing it. Are you kidding me? I'm so glad we didn't do this last episode because uh, it would have been like a two hour episode because I would have thrown a tantrum. I am a person, I don't get angry easily. And when I do get angry, I need to like go through it. I can't, I don't stew. I don't keep it. I don't, I don't, well, I do hold one, a couple grudges, but, but I don't usually. <laughs> And now one of them is a fictional cat. I'm an angry person and I'm always angry. It burns. It burns. Firestar vows that she can trust him. Tashfoot lets out a sigh, pulling Firestar from the depths of Sandstorm's green eyes. He's quieter. He's breathing easier. He's going to be alright, Firestar says, and I think the rest of the clan will be too. I hope. I don't- what? We can leave this behind us for now. At least, um, as far as words go. Firestar has SkyClan gathered around the bottom of the rock pile with him. He wants to start extra battle training right away. They need to be as strong as possible for when they fight the rats. Sandstorm is beside him, able to now leave Patchfoot alone for a bit to come to the meeting. I'm I she I'm trying to wait okay. too long. <sighs> okay, I guess we gotta switch gears. I have to care now. I'm just yeah. That was exhausting. If I was reading this it book, was. if I was reading this book, that 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 uh, absolute like it, it's like getting hit by if you're on a walk through a spooky forest and then you get hit by a semi. Because it just it like it didn't really make sense. It was so weird. Like I guess we kind of had the theme of like them like kind of figuring out their relationship and trust issues at the beginning, but like we're so yeah. far removed from that now that it like now there's rats. Yeah, now there's rats, and also we haven't had any Sky Clan or we haven't had any Star Clan contact, like legitimate Star Clan contact in so long. That all of a sudden, uh, uh, one of them being a physical ghost who brought us herbs is so, so wild. What is this book? What is this book? It, are they all going to be like this? Are all the, like, edition, super editions like this? No. No. I would say, um, I mean, we're going to do Blue Star's Prophecy next. That's going to be really a... Um, character exploring and relationships in the clan exploring and tragedy and it's you know it's not like ghost sex okay all right that's fine let's keep going so she says not to wait too long otherwise the rats could come and they won't be ready for them that's true then i don't know what i mean in that case just like retreat and then come back i guess well, Firestar knows she's right. He wants a permanent watch on Skyrock. Leafdapple suggests that they send out extra patrols near the barn. And Firestar nods, but not too close, though. They don't want to fight until they're ready. Sandstorm says she'll start out p 
patrols and training specials. Watches and extra patrols and battle training, Cherry Paw asked. Oh my! It sounds like really hard work. <laughs> Cherry Paw. Oh, Cherry Pot, you're making this worth it. Oh, you darling, darling thing. You've made this entire crap show worth it. Sharpclaw asked her if she'd rather have her throat torn out by a rat. Okay. All right. He he flicks his tail over her ears. He says it out of love. Sharpclaw says, my apprentice will do what she's told without complaining. (laughs) Cherrypaw opens her mouth to protest, but Firestar silences her with a flick of his ears. Rainpaw rises, Rainpaw, Rainfur, rises and says he and Petal would like to be trained. Sandstorm sends Leafdapple and Sharpclaw out on first patrol. As she and Cherrypaw, um, oh no, she has Cherrypaw keeping watch on Skyrock, and after she checks on Patchfoot, she'll lead a training session with Sparrowpaw, Rainfur, and Petal. Clovertail is with the kids. Shortwhisker asks, what about him? And Firestar says he can join him on a hunting patrol. And from now on, he tells everyone, no one can leave camp alone. Every cat must stay alert. If the rats come, they'll find us ready. Firestar walks with Sandstorm to the medicine tent. He says Cherrypaw is right. It will be hard work. They don't have enough cats to prepare for attack as well as attend to regular duty. He'd give his pelt for a patrol of ThunderClan warriors here right now. Well, you can't, Sandstorm tells him, <laughs> giving his ear a lick. She tells him not to worry, he'll find a way. He defeated Scourge. Scourge, whatever. And he'll defeat these rats. Firestar wanted to share her confidence. He says at least Spotted Leaf helped them with Patchfoot. Sandstorm says true but it just goes to show how much they need a medicine cat. Firestar reminds her that medicine cats are born, not made. And he's yet to see any of the Sky Clan cats show any connection to their warrior ancestors. None of them heard anything in the Whispering Caves. Sandstorm says they should at least have a cat who knows about herbs and can treat injuries. The kids did. She can teach one of them what she knows. It's a start. One One of the kids heard stuff. Actually, three of the kids did. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Firestar says Sharpclaw wouldn't do, and Clovertail has kits. What about Shortwhisker? Sandstorm shakes her head. He froze at the sight of blood when Patchfoot was injured. Okay. Firestar suggests Leafdapple. Maybe, Sandstorm says. She does care about weaker cats. I know, Firestar says. If Spottedleaf visits him, he'll ask her. Sandstorm glances away for a moment. Like we're gonna- Then faces him again. We're gonna- Yes, that's a good idea. You're gonna do this. <laughs> yep. Really? We just. Oh my god. Just, okay. Oh my god. Girl, dump it's him. It's three days later. Oh, dump him. It's three days later, and Firestar curls up in the warrior's den. He's so tired. Every cat had been on their paws from dawn to dusk. The moon was already high when he had a chance to sleep and he'd have to wake up later to take his turn on the sky rock. And he wonders how long they can keep this up. He closes his eyes and finds himself on sky rock. Skywatcher greets him. It's good to see him again. Did I die? <laughs> Uh-oh! Firestar asks, 
asked why he came. Skywatcher says that Sky plans scan for the fork in the path. Danger is very near. Firestar asks if it's about the rats. Why didn't he tell him about them? Yeah. Skywatcher meets his gaze steadily. What good would it have done? I mean, how having information never hurts. How would it have helped to know about Sky Clan's old enemies before they attacked? Now he has a clan of strong warriors to stand against them. Because we would have known about the enemies before they attacked? We straight up have a guy half dead. (laughs) Firestar asks. Skywatcher says they must defend themselves. These rats are the first challenge for the clan to overcome. They will be even stronger after. But they they killed you guys (laughs) like this. Firestar nods but wonders how the clan could be stronger if all the warriors were dead. Straight up this- this, Which also- I'm sorry dude, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It also makes him think about how to get in touch with Star Clan. So he asks Skywatcher if he could tell him if Sky Clan has a medicine cat yet. No clan can survive along without one. What about Leaf Dapple? Skywatcher twitches his ears. No, that is not Leaf Dapple's destiny. Firestar insists that they must have a medicine cat. Skywatcher tells him that even now, their medicine cat's paws are on the path that will lead you to her. But he must look farther than the cats of Sky Clan. There is a cat who dreams of her warrior ancestors, but she has not heard of the new clan. So I have to go find her, Firestar? <laughs> Where is she? This is terrible news. Skywatcher doesn't reply. He gestures farewell and leaps from the edge of the rock and into the sky. Dude, you are so useless. <laughs> this sucks. Heartbeat later, he opens his eyes inside the warrior's den. Short Whiskers prodding him awake to go up to the sky rock. I was just there, and it was stupid. (laughs) I was just there, and I had a bad time. Like, holy crap. I know we get, like, not great advice from our dead cats, but that's just, like, this... It was straightforward. Points for that. It was straightforward, but it was also, like... Don't worry, don't worry. It's, uh, it's She's out there. Where? Oh, you gotta find her. She's having dreams. That doesn't... Okay. The next day, Firestar excuses Sparrowpaw for a special mission. Firestar tells him that he needs to go to Two Lake Place and needs a cat who knows his way around. And he explains what Skywatcher told him in his dream. So they creep across the scrubland towards the two-leg place, alert for any signs of rats. Sparrowpaw hisses that he hates waiting. It spooks him. Why don't the rats just attack and get it over with? What are they waiting for? Firestar says he can't be sure, but he'd guess that they know exactly how unsettling the waiting is. They think they're going to win, so they've got nothing to lose by making them suffer. And he doesn't add that the longer they waited, the more tired the clan will become. Any cat could see that. Psychological. And the rats probably could Psychological warfare! Firestar's respect and hate for them grew every day. (coughs) He'd lead an attack to them 
but Skyclan doesn't have a medicine cap to heal their wounds. They keep going until they reach a two-leg fence. I mean, we have my wife, but... Sparrowpaw peers through a gap with a trace of sadness in his eyes. He says that's where Cherrypaw and him used to live. He gets defensive, saying that it's not like he wants to go back. You know, you know, I don't want to go back. But Firestar reassures him that he knows. Two legs aren't their enemies, even if they don't understand the warrior's way of life. Now and then, he misses his old two legs. You do? You do? Sparrowpaw asks, eyes wide. Wait, you do? <laughs> Firestar nods. They were good to him. But he was born for the life of a warrior. Sparrowpaw straightens up, pride replacing his sadness. So was I. And Firestar goes on to say that his two legs have a new cat now, and she seems nice, much better suited to living with housefolk than he was. For a heartbeat, Sparrowpaw looks alarmed at the thought of another cat taking his place, but says that he hopes his two legs get another cat too. Then they wouldn't have to be sad about losing him and Cherrypaw. <laughs> and Firestar says, come on, we've got a cat to find. They slip into an alley leading to the heart of the two leg place. Sparrowpaw looks much less at ease than when he and Cherry have last visited. He says he guesses he's forgotten what it's like around here. It's been a while. We've been warriors for a bit. Well, look who's here, a voice drawled. Uh-oh. Oscar. Oh! <laughs> Remember Oscar, that tool? Yeah. What up, Oscar? <laughs> if it isn't the mad rogue, he sneered at Firestar. And little Boris. He's been expecting him, but he thought he'd be here sooner. Firestar froze. Surely, Oscar couldn't be the medicine cat Skywatcher had told him about. I think we used she, her pronouns, so... We did use she. That's That helps a little bit. But still, you can understand his, uh... Yeah, he's stupid. Bit of no, fear. No, he's stupid. Like, he, he got advice and he immediately forgot, like, the only detail that helps him narrow it down. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have another uh, another incident like that in a little bit in the next episode or two, where it's kind of like, but somebody told you this, Firestar. You're so yes, stupid. Is. So stupid. Crawling back to your house, folk. Now that the weather's cold, he asks. Sparrowpaw says he's not. He is going to be a warrior, and don't call me Boris anymore. It's Sparrowpaw now. Oscar snorts and asks what kind of name Sparrowpaw is. A cool one? It's my name. Do you want to make something of it? Firestar steps between them and says they're not here to fight. He says they're looking for a, a special cat who has weird dreams. Have you heard of any cat like that? That's so nonsense. <laughs> and Firestar silently pleads that Oscar isn't having these dreams. <laughs> Oscar's eyes widen and says no, and he hasn't heard about any cats who fly either. Wow, what a tool. He's pretty. He's a funny. He's funny. You think you know everything. You. Sparrow is cut off. Sparrowpaw is cut off. I think you're looking for me, a voice interrupts him from behind, clear and young. What? My name is Echo, and I dream of cats with stars in their fur. Oh my god, who are you, you precious thing? I want to scoop you off and take you away from Oscar. Your name's Echo? Echo. 
Do you want to stop here? Do you want to learn a little bit more about Echo? I'll learn a little bit more about Echo. I need it to heal. Okay. Tell me about Echo. A shiver runs through Firestar. It was a couple of heartbeats until he could force himself to face the newcomer. She's a silver tabby she-cat with deep green eyes. She's small and gracefully built, with dark paws. She looked almost too fragile for clan life. Firestar greets her and asks if she's dreamed of a gray and white cat. She says yes, many times. And other cats, too. A new one recently came to join them. A big cat with frosty fur, which would have been Skywatcher. And she asks if he can tell them who the starry cats are. Firestar tells her that they are the spirits of her warrior ancestors. Spirits, Oscar sneers. He hisses to Echo that he hopes she's not listening to this rubbish. But to Firestar's relief, Echo ignored him. She asks if he knows why they came to her. She hadn't heard of the clan cats in the gorge, so he explains everything. And he ends by saying that they can't be a real clan until they find a medicine cat. And you? She interrupts him. Last night, the gray cat spoke to her and told her to come here today and look for two strange cats. Okay. All right. All right. I take back. I take back what I said about Sky Watcher. He did us a solid. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to be vague to you. I will not be vague to this one. Yes. I will join you. What? Oscar breaks in. Go off with these crazy furballs? She must be as mad as they are. She says calmly that maybe she is but no other cat has been able to explain her dreams to her, so she will come. Sparrowpaw asks about her two legs. Echo looks a little sad, but says she's been feeling so restless lately she's been roaming farther and farther from them. She felt that if only she knew how to listen, the stars would give her an answer. Her housefolk will think she found a new nest to stay in. They'll miss her, but they won't fear for her. Firestar says that they should go then. Hang on. Oscar shoulders past um, them to face Echo. She's not really going, is she? Just because of a few dreams? <laughs> Echo tells him gently that this isn't for him to understand. Sometimes that's all you need, man. A couple dreams. Right? Sometimes you don't need a man telling you that you don't know what's good for you. Yeah, especially a dude. Especially one that you've never met before. Oscar. Oscar. Firestar catches a hint of nervousness in her, in her eyes and points out that she's taking a big step. And she says she knows, but she's sure that this is what she's meant to do. Firestar nods. If she's willing to trust her dreams, that's enough for him. After all, you know, he came out here. Yeah. Because of some yeah. dreams. So. And he says, let's go. Oscar stares after them, dumbfounded, as they left. Echo asks them what living in a clan is like as they make their way back. Sparrowpaw starts telling her about being an apprentice and hunting and fighting, but Firestar cuts him off. And he says Echo might be playing a different role. One that involves healing herbs and more dreams of starry cats. Echo asks how she'll learn to do that. They stopped to shelter in a bush, and Sparrowpaw went ahead to check for cats. Firestar admits that he doesn't really know. His mate can teach her some herb stuff. As for the rest, the Sky Clan's ancestors meant for her to join. They'll show her the way. 
and the answer seems to satisfy Echo. She says she'll wait for their guidance. When they reach the gorge, Sharpclaw is keeping watch on Skyrock, and he says there's no sign of rats and gives Echo a sniff. He asks who she is. Firestar introduces her and says he thinks she's going to be their medicine cat. Sharpclaw bristles. A stranger? He thought Firestar would appoint one of them. Firestar takes a deep breath and explains that it's not up to him. Medicine cats need to have a special connection with their warrior ancestors, and he thinks Echo has that. They're all great warriors, but to defend their clan fully, they need the support of a cat who can heal and speak with their ancestors. Sharpclaw's fur lays flat, but he still looks uneasy. He asks where she came from and if they can trust her to give them the right herbs and remedies. Echo tells him that she lives with her housefolk, and she promises that he can trust her. Once she learns, she'll do her best for every cat. Sharpclaw gives her a nod and says they'll see how she gets on, and wishes her good luck. <sighs> well, folks, um, I forget to say it, because sometimes I'm so wrapped up in the chaos that is this beautiful podcast, but... Yes, same. Uh, if you want to... Uh, see more of us or hear more from us you can follow us on twitter at wcwitcast on twitter.com also if you want to contact us you can do so at wcwitcast at gmail.com and if you don't mind it'd be super great if you enjoyed today's episode um if you were also very angry or maybe you just uh, maybe you enjoyed the spooky fact or you know maybe you know someone else who uh is just like mm, so so peeved by that relationship dynamic that they just gotta scream about it and then make themselves a nice cup of hot cocoa. <laughs> uh, you should sh- share it with yeah, your friends. Yeah, share it with your friends. Um, give us a review. Uh, your friends. All your friends. Yeah, give us a review. Um, give us some stars if you think we should have that. Um, whatever podcast platform you're listening to, subscribe to our feed. And uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. M- maybe less screaming next we week. We love talking about cats. Maybe less screaming. I hope there's less. Screaming. And maybe, maybe next week I'll have a, a story about how high I was on wisdom teeth drug, and have a fun story about how I talked to Laura about cats so much because she has to take care <laughs> of me. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have that. Hopefully. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Ember Heart. I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.